Bedroom Battle Pass. The Archives. Me and you, Season 2. Alright, let's kick it. Hello and welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metalheads. You got Mikey Malpas and JDK, and tonight we're joined here with. Hey, my name's Sean. I do vocals in Make Them Suffer. Perfect, man. It's good to have you. Thank um, you for having me. We've super stoked on this one, man. We've uh, been queuing up this gig and sort of plugging it. It sort of came up with heaps of notice, which is cool. We really dig that when it comes to um, bands coming through. Yeah, um, for sure. So yeah, tour tour got up and running real quick. So we had plenty of time to plug it and you know, oh, fantastic, play yeah. some tracks. Nah, this has been a long time coming. We've been excited about this tour for a while. So sick, yeah. man, mm. awesome. We um, uh, kind of opened me up to a few bands I hadn't heard before, like Saviour, um, mm. as well. Yeah, Saviour are homies from um, Perth. We've been like our first ever couple of shows. Uh, we we started like I think about six months before Saviour. Started yep. playing gigs and we both used to play the same all ages uh, local venue in Perth, I nice. suppose, which was the YMCA HQ, Leaderville Skate Park. Yep, which, yep. Uh, if you ever watched the music video for Smoke 'em If You Got 'em by Parkway Drive, it's that that room, the small stage with the, all the gig posters on the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's where, yeah, us and Saviour have been playing shows together for forever since man, 2009. That's years, yeah. man. Because, like, I, I remember. Um, Listening to Parkway when they came out, man. Everyone I knew had a Parkway shirt. You know, when I was in high that's, school, that's right. It was know. that one with the blue skull and the that's red it. roses, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was like that was the go-to <laughs> shirt. Hey, man, it was like we should. It was like we coordinated it. You know, everyone had their like three points of Parkway merch at any yeah. time. Yeah, and then there was also <laughs> that that one particular piece of job for a cowboy merch that was like the ram skull yes. with the yellow flowers around man. it and stuff, and the yellow logo across the top. Like that job went for a cowboy, like genesis. suicide silence, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, there was a couple. Uh, frequent merch items for sure that were just like go-tos <laughs> yeah dude like and, and being down the co- I grew up down the coast uh, central uh, the south coast in New South Wales and, mm-hmm. you know there was like Parkway was massive there and so was but also so was the hardcore scene which kind of led more into like um, similar bands to what we've got tonight as well with like the the harder like the heavier hardcore stuff deathcore stuff and things like that yeah for sure I mean I think that um, in Perth uh, around the time when us and Savior were playing a lot of shows, like you know, prior to that, like um, the bands that were really killing it in Perth were like bands like Break Even and Miles Away. Yeah, um, which were both like Perth-based, you know, hardcore bands or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, so I think Savior like or like a lot of bands were influenced by those type of bands that would use the brighter chords, and then like bands like For the Fallen Dreams and the Ghost Inside started like popping up all over the shop. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of I guess I don't want to speak on Savior's behalf, but yeah, definitely. Uh, hardcore was uh, definitely a thing around that time for sure. Awesome, man. You're, we're hoping to actually have a quick chat with Saviour later so they'll be able to weigh in on it as well. Sweet. But it's good to hear your take on it, man. We've played, um, as I mentioned before, uh, off mic, um, we've played uh, 27 and Widower mm-hmm. on the show before. Um, yep. But you also said that you've uh, got a new track out now. Do um, you want to talk a bit more about that? Yeah, uh, it's our most recent song we put up uh, probably just under a week ago now. It's called Hollowed Heart. Yep. Um, it's definitely one of the heavier tracks that we've done in ages. It might actually be one of our heaviest tracks that we actually have. Um, yeah, it's a pretty aggressive track, full of emotion. Um and uh, a lot of parts for people to go pretty nuts over and, and mosh on. So, yeah, it's it's definitely like... 
probably our angriest track yep. that we've done in a long time. Um, I feel like the nature of the song and the subject matter and everything gave us something to be really angry about. Yeah. And uh, I think it's it's kind of translated into the music and you can really feel that aggression and passion in the song. So, yeah. That's good to hear, man. Like a lot of metal in, in general, but like metal specifically, but music in general is about showing that passion behind a matter or something like mm. that. Um, do you, what sort of um, process did you go through in writing it? Did you uh, have any input towards the writing? Did you do most most of the writing? How, what sort of input did you have? Um, the way that we've been writing songs recently is uh, Nick will basically write a, a whole lot of riffs. Yep. Um, and then um, I'll start. They'll kind of some of them will join together, others won't, and then I'll kind of like chop it up and structure the song around the way that I want the vocals to go, and sort of figure out, oh, this is more of a verse riff or whatever, or this yep. sort of vocal pattern suits here. So, so Nick will yeah basically give me a riff bank. I'll chop it together. Um, sometimes keys come beforehand. Sometimes they come afterwards. Um, yep. It just depends on the nature of the song and how melodic it is i guess um yeah perfect man that's good it's interesting to hear the the, um that style we hear about a whole bunch of different styles you know people just jamming and then getting songs out of it and then also like you mentioned chopping it up Uh, we had a band on the uh show previously where the drummer actually chops the rest of the band up all right so he actually influences the writing style um, which is interesting because um actually we um we had a, a band where the drummer does the writing as well. So yeah. So many different dynamics. Yeah, I think when a drummer does the uh, does the writing or has a large say in the writing, it creates a pretty interesting. Like uh, uh, speaking with Born of Osiris, I don't want to speak on their behalf, but from what from when we toured with them and from what I gathered, like Cam, their drummer has a large um, say in the writing process, and yep. I think you can kind of hear that in their music with all the different tempo changes. Oh and man, yeah, time signatures and stuff. They're, like they're that, actually so. playing here soon as well, so yeah, that's right. Part of that Grin, so that'll be that'll be wild. Yeah, it's big, insane. Big man. fortnight, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's it, man. Mm. Um, so you guys are from Perth, yeah, and you've uh, that's yeah. the connections with Saviour as well, being from Perth as yeah. well. Yeah, for sure. Um, what's it like, you know, comparing the metal scene across the across the country? Um, well, Perth is. Um, well, since uh, H- HQ, the local venue that I was talking about before, yep, they kind yep. of got, um, unfortunately, they failed some government uh, safety inspections and the, as a result, the uh, venue capacity, what the room could hold, got cut Reduced, down for yeah. safety precautions and stuff. So, um, it's shows there haven't been the same as what they were. I don't think there's as much of a, like, um, all ages scene, but I think in the last... Uh, as what it you know what it was when we used to play shows and stuff, but actually I think in the past couple of years we've seen like a couple of Perth bands start popping up. It seems to be a bit more vibrant. I think just across the board in Australia in general, I feel like there was, you know, for from like four or five years ago until now, there was a bit of a dip, and I feel across Australia in general in terms of like the local community and local shows, it felt like you know you were either coming to one of the bigger shows or you, there wasn't much of a local scene in general. And I think there's been a new influx of heavy bands that have kind of revived uh, more of a local scene and it's it's picking up traction very slowly. But I think now in, in Perth and around Australia, we're starting to see a few more local bands popping up and I think that's good. It's like the sign of, uh, you know, a breath of fresh life, I suppose, into the heavy metal industry or heavy music industry and 
you know, when 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 you've got a younger fan base, it means that you know you've got longevity there. So I think it's a positive thing. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent, man. Um, covered off a fair bit with the scene and things like that. I mean, you you mentioned also um, earlier on touring with uh, Saviour and also playing with them in the early days. What sort of like what sort of crazy tours have you had over the years? Like, is there any that uh, that have really stuck out? Ooh. Um, Bands well, that you've played I, I think with. That, um, all our US tours have been really great. Um, like our first tour over there was with August Burns Red, which absolutely killed it over there. Um, then the next tour after that was with Architects and Straight From The Path. Um, that tour did really, really well. Um, and then since then, we, we were touring with After The Burial in the States, who were playing tonight. Uh, we were touring with um, After The Burial, we were touring with Born of Osiris after that. Yep. And then, yeah, we're gonna be over there before again before the end of the year. So, um, yeah, there's been some great U.S. tours, Australia-wise. I mean, yeah, uh, I think, you know, a, a big sort of, uh, I guess, accomplishment for us was uh, touring with uh, Bleeding Through on their farewell tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in the older stuff, like Never Bloom era. You can definitely hear quite a lot of, like, Bleeding Through influence, I think, in our yeah, music. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that was, yeah, a, t- a tick off the bucket list, I would say. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Like, back to the band shirt days, man, of being in high school, like, Bleeding Through is another one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely, definitely. Like, I mean, uh, that, uh, the, that album, The Truth, the, the album artwork is so iconic, I think, of that time as well. Yeah. And MySpace and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, like, you just got, like, memories flooding back. You got, like, Bleeding Through, Atreyu, Bebo, like, using Bebo instead of Facebook, like, yeah, yeah, like MySpace right. and stuff. Yeah, it's just all crazy. coming back. Yeah. But it, the cool thing is, man, like... Mostly, mo- it's it's stuck with a lot of people. So many people, yeah. um, as well as like, dude, like people from that group, that age group, are having kids now, and they're starting the next generation. Like every, I I know all the metal I listened to was early influenced by my parents. Yeah, like it starts a new new wave of of uh, yeah fans. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's so important. That's why. You know, more than any other genre, I think, like, heavy metal is, is one of those genres where when you first get into it, you do do the groundwork of it. You know, you will go back and check out Metallica and, yeah, yeah. and the, ro- the roots of everything. Like work you backwards. Just don't get that in a, yeah, exactly. You work your way from backwards and kind of, like, learn a bit of the history of it yep. because it's, it is that. It's, it gets passed down yeah. um, from generation to generation. And I think you see that more in metal than any other genre, for sure. Yeah, it's like everyone seems to be fairly... It's like a research type thing, like yeah. um, because there's so many different genres and styles and eras. Mm. Um, you tend to want to listen to everything to see where you what what you what you what you like. Yeah. Um, whereas right. it's, it's not exactly linear. A lot of people will just listen to uh, like a a track on the radio and not listen to it very deeply or yeah, go or into figure the history what, of the you know, song. Why is it that I like this track over the yeah. other track? You know, what's going on here? Whereas I think that people get so invested in metal and like if I was to trace back my my lineage, my metal journey of like listening to all the different bands and yeah, yeah. Stuff, <laughs> like w- jumped between them. Yeah, it's it's it'd be a pretty uh, messy web I would say. <laughs> it's, yeah. um, it's definitely a big rabbit hole that's uh, quite easy to fall down and oh. uh, yeah, I think it's yeah, it's good. It's been an enriching experience for sure. Dude, <laughs> so I, I've least. done that thing like where you find like an old flash drive or an MP3 player or something. Yeah. And you're just like, man, this is where it started. Like you'll see like 
you'll just see like a bunch of System of a Down songs and then like one Rob Zombie song. You're like, that was what started the first, like the yeah. Rob Zombie era. And then yeah. I l- listen further into that. You find another one. It might have a bunch of Rob Zombie tracks and then just like a Slipknot track. Yeah. You know, like it'll, a corn track or just That's like it right. just keeps going up and up. And then a lot of the bands um, that I s- was listening to maybe around 2006 or something like that, <laughs> some of them I've gone back and been like, this isn't as good as I remember it yeah, being. Yeah. Like the recording quality it's like playing so retro bad games, like just that. like yeah, the pixels yeah. are just really showing. Yeah, but um, that's it. Yeah, man. So that's the that's some of the history of like you know background and things like that. But um, you, as far as like you you with the band, are you original member? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an original member since yeah October 2008. I think we've been actually technically going, but yeah, we didn't release our first proper CD. Our EP until October 2010. So, yeah, that's cool. when I marked as the the beginning of the band. Maybe I guess. Yeah, man. Like I said, it's good to see. Um, I've said in previous sh- previous shows, like we spoke to uh, Todd from Psychroptic, who's the newest member of Psychroptic, mm. and it's interesting to have different perspectives of the band th- over time. Yeah. Um, gone over the years. Has there been any changes, adaptations to n- any new members, or you know? S- yeah, I mean, we've had. Uh, like we haven't been without our share of uh, lineup changes. I definitely think the lineup's like the strongest it's ever been right now, um, particularly in terms of you know working together as a team on tour and things like that. And yep. how it all like we've got the writing formula down. Everything runs pretty smoothly these days. Um, whereas you know as a younger band, you're always kind of finding your feet and working out who's doing what and whose job's what and mm-hmm. how it all works. So um, yeah, um, it's been interesting, I guess. Yeah, seeing the band kind of shift and try out new directions over the course of its career which in retrospect is not really that long of a career like I feel like ev- almost every album has its own flavor and I think that you know it's a positive thing for us because it leaves us an opportunity to you know no like to have less boundaries I suppose when it comes to writing you know we don't have to think so much about like this is not a make them suffer song this is not yep. something that make them suffer fans will like you know I think some people uh, cling on to like Never Bloom and like the first experience they had for us, whereas other people they they grow with us and enjoy all the albums, and that's just the way it's gone for us. But um, yeah, I think it's it's been like a fun ride, and and it's been awesome trying to, well, just ex- exploring all the different sounds that we could that make them suffer could possibly sound like, you know. Perfect. Sick. All right, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up with the track and then. Um Close out, close it out with that. So, yeah. thanks for coming on the show, man. No um, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, and thank you for including Canberra in the thing, man. It's cool to cool to see you guys playing in my hometown. So, oh, definitely, no, for sure. And we always love this venue as well. I think we've got a guitar hanging up on the ceiling somewhere where we all sign it and feel like yeah. we've had a lot of history with this venue. I, I, I can't count how many shows we've played like here. So. Fourth or fifth? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I think uh, I played two of those, and then it's one of the pop belly. Three or four of the Magpies. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that's right. I think we played a couple of shows of Magpies and one at Potbelly's, which was probably the most interesting Canberra show I've ever played. But um, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, no, nah, love Canberra, love this place. So yeah, cool man. Yeah. All right, well, thanks, man. And um, it's an honour to have you on. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on the show uh, here on Canberra Metalheads. Hey, welcome to the special second interview edition of uh, Canberra Metalheads. We've got um, Marky Malpas and JDK. Join here with the guys from Saviour. So from left to right, we've got... Hey, I'm Matter. I play drums. 
And I'm Shantae, and I sing and play keys. Excellent. Good to have you guys Just on... <laughs> uh, fucking clean vocals. <laughs> clean vocals? <laughs> I'm not the heavy guy. <laughs> oh, man, I, I like the... Um, I do actually have to admit I didn't know a lot about Savio um, prior to, say, like, early this year. I heard you guys. There was actually a bar manager, Dylan, that showed me um, you guys, because, you oh, know, cool. when we're closing down, I work here as well, and, like, we're, at the end of the night, when we're closing down, we just put on the PA and just crank music while we're cleaning yeah. and stuff. And, uh, yeah, you guys were always a uh, go-to band that he'd choose. Oh, that's sick. Um, that's awesome. So, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, yeah. We usually play a couple tracks in the show at the top of the interviews. Is there a track that you uh, wanted to uh, wanted to play for the listeners? Uh, probably Never Sleep. It's like our newest one. That one's yep. doing really well. So You took my choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can share. Oh, even Headstrong. Headstrong's another good one. They're two new ones. Yep. But yeah, Never Sleep. Never, Never Sleep's sleep. a wicked track. Yeah. Never Sleep at the top there. Um, and then we'll be able to play... Um, an, uh, he- head headstrong, yeah. He- yeah headstrong, yeah. sorry, at the end. Yeah. Um, We're we'll playing of both of those tracks tonight, so you'll get to hear both of them. Excellent. Well, yeah. a lot of people that come out to the gigs, um, like I was saying with the, um, before with the Make Them Suffer interview, this gig's been announced for a while, so like we've had like a good lead-up and a good chance for everyone to sort of get in, get in, choose a favourite track and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's good to also know what sort of songs is coming on the stage as well yeah yeah um, i think um with this tour anyway we especially because uh playing with like such a heavy lineup we yeah. sort of tried to pick tracks off of just about every album hey because we've got we were a little heavier in the in the earlier days i'd say now we a lot more melodic so but yeah just to it's sort a of mixture yeah just to sort of fit the bill yeah, yeah. yeah. i think our new stuff is definitely a, a mixture of both yep. yeah yep yeah that's it's good to sort of mix it up. You, you hear bands over the years, they're heavier and, and um, sometimes they have like a more melodic song. Yeah. Um, but it's it's good. And also adding the extra element of keys in there as yeah. well. I mean, obviously, um, you want that to shine through. Um, I mean, guitar, bass, all that sort of string instruments, you can play them at the same time. Yeah. But it's you, you kind of need keys to shine through a lot yeah, of well the time. Yeah, adds a whole other element, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Especially Shantae. Shantae adds an element that a lot of bands don't have. And that's I think that's what makes us stand out a lot from other bands, you know what I mean? It's a cool thing to have. It actually works in our favour, really. Cool. Sick. Yeah. Um, we've actually, you're the second band we've had with a keyboard player. Um, <laughs> so I, I do have a little bit of knowledge. Yeah. It's um, a total Perth thing, hey? About, yeah. <laughs> it's, so we've had our Deaf Beds on the show, which is a Canberra... Um, oh yeah, like cool, cool. Sort of deathcore band that just put out an album, um, and they their newest, I think not newest, but not original member. Um, they didn't start with a keyboardist, and they bought bought that yep, element yep. in. Um, have you guys always play, had keys? Uh, no, so that's uh, kind of the same situation, I guess. So. Savior have been a band for what, like ten? Yeah, pretty close to ten years. I reckon nine. pretty close. Yeah, I just don't. Ju- uh, yeah, because they had that first ridiculous EP. Yeah, about eleven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I think about three to four years ago, three years ago maybe, I yep. joined the band. Yep. So, uh, I guess uh, Savior they were very heavy, and then they broke up for. Like a year and a half. Yeah, about yeah. that. Um, and then, yeah, just decided to give it another shot with me as a, another element, like in a live thing. Because, um, in the live thing. <laughs> 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 
and in I guess the live performances. Um, yeah, I guess before that I was on both albums. Yep. Um, but it was more uh, just like a studio thing, helping out my mates. So I just oh, cool. jump in the yeah. studio. She was almost like the unofficial sixth member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. <laughs> like they called it um, laptop snowy, so they take the laptop around on tour. Yeah, yeah. I had nothing to do with it, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Brian actually hit me up one day out of the blue and said, "Would you sing one line on one track on our album?" I was like, "Yeah, why not?" So I get there, I do that that line that was uh, vomit, and then. Um, Vomit is a track name, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, oh, I've got a couple more. I've got a couple more. I was like, oh, all right. So one line turned into like eight or nine songs on the first album. (laughs) And then the same thing happened with the second album. Yep. And then, yeah, by the third album, I was a part of the band. Perfect. Yeah. That's that's good to hear. I mean, we've got um, a bit more inside knowledge with that kind of like having a, a... uh, keyboardist in the band I know um, I mean um, Inhuman Remnants Jay's band is moving towards some more like melodic and keyboard stuff yeah. do you do a lot of uh, other arrangements as well like uh, orchestrals or anything like that or just strictly keys uh, in the ba- so like strings or horns or or do I write that stuff in our tracks yeah um, well I think that's usually um, Gerb Gerber yeah, that anything that is like to do with like outside sampling, so like strings and, and horns and anything like that. Like we do use a, a fair bit of strings and stuff, but that'll be like an after production thing. So yeah, yeah. Once, once we've hit the studio, you know, um, the guy that we record with, he'll start putting stuff like that into the tracks. And that's what really what actually brings it all together. Yeah, I mean, I definitely do that in my solo stuff, but yeah, as sick. for Savior's stuff, like no. <laughs> yeah, you want to shout out your solo uh, project? Well, I haven't, um, I've got some stuff going and I haven't released it yet, but I'm very excited about it. Um, it's like a kind of grunge rock vibe, kind of like a Pixies thing, um, but I've been playing live for about 10 years. Sick. Um, it was always a folk project, so I've got a few, you know, like acoustic style EPs from back when I was younger. So I haven't released nice. something about six years, so I'm going to be doing that, which is exciting. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, man, uh, you guys stick out on the bill, um, but also fit with it as well. It's it's like a good Thanks, dynamic man. to yeah, have. Yeah, um, I think it's cool having a bit of a mix-up of bands on a, on a bill as well. Yeah. You know, having a bit of dynamic always helps, you know. For sure, man. And also... You know, having MTS as our best mates yeah, is like it. a really good element yeah. to the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's also going to help us getting on this tour. Yeah. Like, it's something that we've wanted to do for a, lo- a very, very long time. I don't think, because uh, Saviour and MTS always played together in Perth, like always. We all grew up together, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So being able to go out on the road with them, I don't think it's happened. That actually yeah, came up in the last mates. interview. Yeah. So yeah, we did we, that, we did touch on that with the last interview, so it's good to have like yeah, that crossover. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're um, the homies. They're, they're our mates, you know. We're super stoked to be here with them. And it's sick to see where they've come from, you know. Just like yeah. at our local back home, it's a place called HQ. Like yeah, they came a, up in uh, the Parkway Drive yeah, video, Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly... Uh, it was like Don't Close Your Eyes, I think. It was like one um, of their first videos. No, no. What's the, um, what was the Parkway track? Um, yeah, I can't... But I, yeah, but yeah. It, it was, was in... The, <laughs> if you've forgotten already, just listen back to the last interview and the name of the song is in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah, that was cool. I think that was one of their first videos. And yeah, that was, our, that was where our scene started. Don't you close know? your eyes? I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Yeah. Yeah, man. It was cool. Yeah. Sorry. So, we all are... <laughs> you're such an idiot. We've all are... Yeah, like I said, we've all grown up together. It's cool to see that they've come so far. You know, they're, they're touring the world and they've come from this little skate park venue that we always yeah. play together. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I nearly feel like, you know how when some... You know how when they interview people separately to see if the story checks out you guys are just yeah. saying the same <laughs> yeah. thing yeah, well, that's it. it's like, like it's legit because you're both saying the same thing it's like you had it, you had it straight you had like a, a trip over from Perth to get the story right yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, we all guys. just sat next to each other on the plane make sure we all say the same thing we need to seem consistent <laughs> also I fucking hate you <laughs> shout out to like just we just got to get the Pogway Drive drop in there man <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but uh, that, that's cool, man. So, how, speaking of the drive, the trip over, did you guys fly or um, make yeah. the trip? I've yeah. been um, yeah, I've you been flying she got everywhere. Lucky. She got lucky. Yeah. So we all flew, um, Perth to Adelaide, then Adelaide to Melbourne. Yep. And then Kashante and Booker, bloody best mates. <laughs> they all just they just like live in each other's socks. Yeah. Those two, um, Shantae's hook, uh, Booker, sorry, has hooked Shantae up with a flight over to Canberra. So the rest of us boys, our suckers, had to do the six hour drive. <laughs> yeah. But Shantae probably got the Virgin Lounge. <laughs> I did. I've had that um, from yeah Melbourne to Perth, yeah, and then yeah, Perth to Adelaide, and then Adelaide to Melbourne, and then Melbourne to Canberra. <laughs> Absolute divas, I tell you. <laughs> <Bloody hell>. It's <laughs> sick. Booker's the best. <laughs> Getting some frequent fly points right up, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's cool. So coming over, and you guys, um, I've got like a full tour as as part of this as well. Like the whole uh, going through, you know, you got at, um, Adelaide, Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, we're on the whole, we're on the whole tour, doing so the whole sick. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really cool to hear, man. Like yeah. I, um, I love it when bands come through Canberra instead of just doing the Sydney, yeah, Sydney, I Melbourne. Yeah, I think it's cool as well. I mean, we came here probably a year ago, I think, with a yes. with a bird and an earth caller. No, uh, about October. No, 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 it was about April. Oh, wait, that we didn't come here for... We didn't come here for that other one. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was about... I think it was April last year we were here. Yep. Yeah, and even when we came out then, everyone was, like, super stoked that, you know, we brought some bands through and stuff. So I think that's really Oh, man, cool. that's exactly um, what I was thinking before. Like, you've got... It's not only is it like bands are coming through Canberra yeah. but also from Perth yeah. like that's a that's a that's a mad yeah. hike when when a lot of the times you don't get a lot of Perth metal is there um aside from make them suffer is there yeah. any other bands that you guys sort of like uh, know from the scene like from Perth yeah just oh local man, local homies ones. vacant Many. home vacant home they're a sick band there yeah, yeah. they're blowing up at the moment i think okay um who else we got? Oh, there's a band called... Are we, are we just talking Perth Yeah, Perth. It's a, it's like yeah, just Perth. Shangri-La. So yeah, Shangri-La. Um, our guitarist, Lindsay, is in that band yeah. now. Yes? Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, he is. Good. I nailed that. <laughs> Self high five. Love you, Linz. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're, they're a great band. You've yeah. seen them. But they're they're more of like a rock and roll sort of style. Like That's cool. Yeah, rock, yeah. But they kill it, man. They're, it's they're, always and, they, and actually, all of those boys... Um, came from playing in heavy bands. They were in a yeah. band called Common Bond. Okay. And then um, they had a bit of a lineup change and they changed it to Shangri-La. They released some heavy tracks and then they disappeared for about a year and then came back with this like super sick sort of just like rock vibe. And it's Excellent. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. it, man. I, I get some, um, I get good reports about Metal from Perth, man. I haven't been over there myself. Yeah, but Perth has a cool scene. Yeah. Perth has a sweet it, scene. Yeah. It's good, man. And, and the good thing is like just through things like this podcast and um, social media and just word of mouth. 
I, I'm hearing about all these bands that I didn't know existed all the way from from Perth. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm hearing about like we had uh, Psychroptic on the show before. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Stuff from Tassie. You know, you just would have never known um, before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, guy, see, guys that are doing international tours, all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah, see, Tassie's one that we 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 haven't gotten to yet, but we really yeah. want to get to. I think Saviour did one Back one in the festival day, there. I think they did. They did uh, a festival. Um, Actually, I remember Bryant. Yeah, Bryant was saying something about he played he played the show, and then like two two artists later, Macklemore was playing, and then he was standing standing side of stage watching Macklemore. And who's that guy that was a big clock around his? Flavor Flav, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> just like, what is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I love those mixed bills, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're we're rolling up on um, on time now. We ran through just an overview of the band. Yeah. I always like to. Um, I could I could go on for like hours, and I've done it before. Some of the early podcasts, uh, we had Callum from Honest Crooks, yeah, yeah on sweet. the show, and. Uh, we only really needed like 20 minutes, man. We ended up doing an hour and a half yeah, playing like it. a bunch of tracks. We'd be like talking, chuck a CD in the player, yeah. play a track. Oh, that's like, cool. Yeah. So it's always good to be able to do those, man. But at least we've got a taste for the band for now um, awesome. and also for what's what's in store for tonight. Yeah, like if you want, um, I can do like a, a bunch of like bird calls at the end. Like, you know, just fill up some space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, really good. Like, because, like, Go on. Give him a bear call. This is what I get to deal with in a tour van all the time. Man. Look, I could go on, but you know, it's, um, I got an exclusive channel for that. Like, I haven't made it yet, but it will, when it goes up, it's going to blow the fuck up. <laughs> I tell you what's great about that. Like, if I need more space, I can just duplicate it multiple yeah, can. times you can, um, and maybe remix. Yeah, you can have that remix, as, like, your opening sure. to your show now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get out the drum machine, like, the soundboard and stuff. <laughs> and now a baby goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're just... Um, yeah, it's funny. We always like to have a laugh and things like that on the show, but um, we'll close it up with um, with the final track. But, yeah, anyway, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. And so thanks for so dropping much. through yeah. Canberra. And um, also, you know, anyone that's listening back after seeing the gig, hope you enjoyed watching Saviour on the uh, on the Australian tour. Yeah, um, closing it out here on Canberra Metalheads. What's up? How are you? Oh, good, man, good. Yeah, so I run a podcast slash radio show in Canberra called Canberra Metalheads. And, um, yeah, we just thought we'd uh, queue up this interview so that we can have a chat about the upcoming tour on the 25th, coming to Canberra with uh, Chelsea Grin and obviously Born of Osiris with yourself. Yeah, yeah, Um, we're stoked. Uh, We got uh, everything pretty much in order. We got a bunch of gear worked on, getting ready to get it in uh, some new flight cases uh, to fly over there and, uh, I, I live in San Diego now, but I have to go back to Chicago. So I go back Saturday to Chicago. Then we got a bunch of flights over to Brisbane and we do the tour. And then I go probably up Perth back to Chicago, back down to San Diego. So the next two weeks are going to be, you know, pretty hectic, but we're, we're really excited. We haven't been back. We haven't been to, um, Australia since 2014. So yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's it, man. Well, it sounds like pretty busy time. Um, you, your role in the band, like for anybody that's uh, listening that's not 100% familiar, uh, you do uh, keyboard at the moment, is that right? Keyboard and vocals. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, so the the new, I mean, on all our records, I do vocals, but the, the newest record, The Simulation, I've um, kind of taken over as uh, one of more of the leads, doing a lot of the choruses um, and trade-offs with Ronnie, our main vocalist. So yeah. it's been super fun to get out and be more of a, more of a frontman, essentially. I mean, I've always kind of been, but um, just definitely taking on that role more has been... Uh, really fun so that's it man well sometimes you see bands with like multiple people that want to be front men so it's like a like a like a battle to get to the front of the stage yeah <laughs> i've seen that yeah yeah I, I, um man we've got an australian band punk band called wolfpack and the front man is the drummer like he does vocals and um it's just cool to see different dynamics uh, like that yeah yeah I mean, we've definitely, you know, like I said, we've always kind of had the dual uh, vocals going. So Ronnie and I are very used to um, sharing the stage. And uh, so it's nothing, it's nothing new, but it's just, for me, it's been cool. Like I've kind of dialed in a new type of screaming over the last few years, um, like tonal screaming. And so getting to do a lot more of that on the new record has been, I guess, uh, I guess it's exciting is how I put it. I, I feel excited to, to get on stage and, and show like a new, a new uh, style. So. Yeah, awesome, man. That's good to hear. We've um, been following the um, new album drop with uh, we mentioned before uh, the simulation um, coming out, and that's mostly I'm assuming what you guys will be playing on stage tracks from from that album. Yeah, yeah, we're playing um, most of those. Like I think we're playing five from that tra- album, and then yep. we're playing uh, a bunch of old school goodies from the first record and. And some scattered stuff from the records in between. Uh, yeah, so it's a it's a good uh, rounded out of all the all the music that we have out. But yeah, we're just excited. We've been working. We just had three months off, which is a lot for us. So we have a ton of new stuff that we're currently, you know, sending demos back and forth to each other and working on vocals and different uh, keyboard parts, switching stuff around so i think uh later this year we're gonna head back in the studio and i know the simulation only had eight tracks so we're gonna try and do more of like a official full length and get at least you know 12 to 15 tracks out perfect that sounds really good man i um yeah sort of like i said you you did a little bit of research coming into interviews just to get a bit of the background stuff um and just obviously why we do interviews is to learn a little bit more about the members behind the band and i stumbled upon a video interview from like 2013 14 when you first got the back to the future tattoo Um, and also part of that, the seeing the um, the shrimp tattoo that the whole band's got. That's pretty cool to see that like connection as well. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I mean, so I know Cameron has a ton. Some of the members only have a few of those matching ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I, I I'm consistent with my leg of just we call it refrigerator magnet leg. <laughs> Um, I recently just got a slice of pizza. Yeah, no, that's where um, my good buddy was. It was in town, so I got a big slice of pizza. Uh, I'm ha- I I did the beginning of a Cubs logo for Chicago, but <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm actually running out of room. 
I had to get the pizza like almost on my knee because I <laughs> I don't have much space left, and I got some plans for some Rick and Morty stuff, and uh, I want to get a C-3PO tattoo. So it's just it's funny because you know I spend lots of money on I have tattoos all over my arms and yeah, neck, yeah. and when I'm walking down the street in shorts, everybody just looks at the <laughs> at the culture funny ones at my leg <laughs> yeah. i get more compliments on those than the than the expensive nice ones that's it man well it's what grabs attention like you're talking to a dude that's got a portrait of john candy on my calf oh nice <laughs> dude i love john candy sick man well um, planes trains and automobiles oh man i love that this the the scene was from uncle buck where he kicks in the door with a drill oh yes oh yeah i'll have to that, uh yeah i have yeah. to show oh. you when you're in town man I'll be at the gig. Yeah, so. yeah you're going to be at the show? Yeah, for sure, man. Um, yeah, so like you've got the tour coming up with Chelsea Grin. You guys have uh, been pretty tight in the past. What's it like, you know, getting um, getting through the uh, the whole tour together? You guys like mesh really well as, as a touring band? Um, yeah, I think it's cool. Like when we tour the States, we, um, you know, we have our like buses, bandwagons or whatever. And so, you know, they like to do their thing on theirs. We like to do our thing on theirs and we hang out obviously and, and stuff. But with Australia tours, it's more, you know, we have vans and we're have to be in the venue more. So I think, uh, this Australia run will be kind of more of a time when we get to uh, hang out with them more closely together. Yep. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to, uh, you know, just bro down, I guess you could say, with um, with some more of the members. Yeah, that's how it works, man. And also the, the venues are all really happy for everyone to chill. I know at the basement they've got the green room out the back and they deliver food to you guys and all that sort of stuff. So it's like a good area to hang out. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good vibes to smoke and drink and chill. That's it, man. Um, well, yeah, that brings us up to the 10-minute mark, so I'll uh, let you go with Oh, that. yeah. Okay, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, actually, I got to go meet my girlfriend, so. Yeah, man, like, like I said, I'm, I'm just stoked to be able to have a chat with you, man, and I'm really really look, looking forward to the Canberra show coming up on the 25th at the basement. Perfect, man. Thank you very much. All right, sounds good, man. Uh, have a good rest of your day. All right, man. See you around. All right. Hey, this is Joe Burris from Born of Osiris, and you're listening to Metalhead's Canberra. Yoko, Yoko, bam! <laughs>